Hello and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. I'm your host, Executive Coach Mary Lee Gannon, where my guests and I share fun and simple strategies to manage yourself so that you can show up the way you want in work relationships in life and not default to past behaviors that leave you disappointed. The Still Space is where you learn to take an intentional moment to challenge habitual assumptions that hold you back with enlightened truths that boost your genius. We transform drama, resentment, doubt, unmet expectations, and self-sabotage to executive presence, self-control, deep sleep, healthy choices, and more connection with people who matter while it still matters. It's time. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. Hi there, friend, and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. This is episode 90, Being Right Versus Getting Right. Many conflicts at work and in personal life stem from the need to be right. And in this episode, we dissect the meaning behind that feeling and how to be more aligned and effective in your personal life and in your leadership. This week, I've had several clients struggling with this, and I want to dedicate a podcast to it because I know that often we get into a tug of war, an arm wrestle with somebody else, and we feel like we're being compromised if we lose, that we must win to feel good. And that is not going to help your leadership. It is not actually going to help you be effective. So I want to talk today about what to do with that feeling when you don't feel you're respected, where you're not feeling like you're getting uh, messages that you are valued at your organization, and that you're starting to feel like there might be something wrong with you. This also occurs in your personal life. You feel that maybe your children, maybe your friends, maybe uh, people that you volunteer with in the community are not respecting you, but in fact, sometimes you're not respecting them either, and this becomes a vicious circle. So let's dig into what might be behind these feelings and how we can change our thoughts and behaviors to create better outcomes for ourselves. So you know you're focused on being right if you like to direct people and have them listen to what you want and then execute what you want. Another characteristic of needing to be right is that you often feel that others don't understand you. They don't know as much as you do. You have a more enlightened experience. You have more practical experience than they do. Why can't people just get along? Why can't they just go along with what it is that you have to say? You wonder, why do they have to be so difficult? You want people to listen to you more. You want people to care more about you. You want people to do more. You want them to help more. You want people to respect you more. You are focused on your vision and expect others to follow and just don't understand why they're not following along. 
and you find yourself repeatedly wondering, well, what's wrong with these people if they would just work harder, if they would just, quote, get in line, if they would just listen and follow along? Why can't they do that? And this is an external focus. It's a time that's calling you to reflect internally because here are the characteristics of getting it right. And this means putting being right aside. First characteristic is you ask lots of questions. You're seeking alignment. You want there to be a combined vision. Because when you get people together around a table and ask them their perspective on where you're going and allow them to weigh in to influence this vision, then they have more ownership of it. And when they have ownership, this will sustain the motivation for them to get behind the initiative. Ask them, what would you do? Who else should we include? What's your goal around this? What do you think we should be focusing on? What are we not focusing on? What are we doing too much of? What can we eliminate? What should we be doing more of? And when you engage them, that means that you're saying to yourself, my way is not the only way. You're saying to yourself, I can learn from others. Completely different than expecting people to listen to you. Why can't they just listen to me? They're not listening to you because they're not buying into it, because they don't have any ownership of it, because they didn't help to create it. Another characteristic of getting it right, you're curious and you want to understand what motivates them. And the only way to do that is ask them about their background, ask them what in the work that they're doing now is work that they like, what would they like to do more of. And when you understand what motivates them, because it's different for everybody. You can tie the value of what the organization is doing to their personal values. You can't do that if you don't know their personal values. You're just sitting back on the, why can't they just go along message? Or if they would just listen to me, what's wrong with them? Another characteristic, you invite others to weigh in on goal setting the actual goal setting of the organization. It's not pushed down on them. They're a part of it. Now, clearly they may err on the safe side, but you're going to logically make the conclusion as to why this goal ties to the overall big goal of the organization. And if we don't hit this, quote, little goal, we're not going to get to where we need to be as an organization to continue to compete. How about you're glad other people know more about certain things than you do and have more experience than you do so they can be a resource? So many times leaders get stuck and intimidated by individual mavens who know something better than they do. Let's hope they're really good at that one thing because you need that on your team. And you can even say that to them. You know much more about this than I do. You're my resource. I'm going to depend on you. Don't feel like you're less than or not good enough because you can't do the role of everybody on your team. You want to surround yourself with people who have your weaknesses as their strengths. You're going to invite cognitive dissonance. And that means 
Everybody may not be in alignment on this, but let's get curious and investigate. You want to challenge your perceptions because you want the best outcome. If everybody's a yes man or a yes girl or a yes they, you're not getting the best outcome. You stay curious to discover. You notice how you may be being difficult. This is a real strong indicator of self-awareness and executive presence where you notice where you're being difficult and you get curious about yourself and you say, let me just take a deep breath and pause here. What's going on with me? Oh, I feel threatened. I feel afraid. I feel frustrated. I feel left out. Whatever it is, I know what I feel. I'm going to take a deep breath, allow that to flow through me and untangle what is the truth here and what is an assumption. It's an assumption that I'm going to fail, that people are going to get behind it. What's the truth is that when I stay in line with my signature strengths and use those strengths and work collaboratively and in alignment, people will align with me. I don't need to hang on to this repetitive, intrusive thought that is just a thought. It's not a fact. It's an assumption that I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm less than because this other person can do this one specific thing better than I can. I'm going to remain open and curious. I'm going to get to know this other person so that I can understand how they may even help me more. Another really good characteristic of getting it right is that you notice that you're listening more than you're talking. If you're in a meeting and you are doing most of the talking, you do not have control of that meeting. When you're listening to people, you're gaining their insight and they're giving you their best self. They are bringing their best knowledge to the table because they watch you being curious about it and they want to inform you. So again, if you're talking more than you're listening at a meeting, maybe you need to be right versus getting it right. If you find you care more, that's getting it right. Yes, in corporate America, we should be caring about individuals in their personal lives and at work because they bring their personal lives to work. So if somebody is struggling with something, no, you don't want to bring out all of the intricacies of that situation at work, but it's okay to say, you know, I noticed that you're a little distracted or that you were a little bit short this morning at the meeting. Is there anything going on that I can help you with? Do you want to talk about something? Can we go have a cup of coffee together? I'm here. I'm happy to listen. I may not be able to fix it, but I want to be there for you and I'm happy to listen. Here's another great characteristic. You do more than you think others should be doing. So if you're sitting back and saying, well, this person should do this and this person should be doing this, why aren't they doing it? They're just not doing their job. If you actually jump in and model the way model the way, actually show them because you think 
they may know the best way to do that. Even if you've told them before, they're not retaining it. But if you model the way and actually demonstrate how to do something in a way that you know is going to bring them success and fulfillment and the same to the organization, you've just made a friend as well as a colleague because you're invested in them feeling good about their work. You're just helping more. Recently, I was speaking with a chief executive at a large insurance brokerage. And this is somebody at the top of his game in a large, really successful organization. And he said to me, you know, I really like helping people. I really like it when there's been a fire in their house or they've had an accident. I really enjoy sitting down with them and helping them figure out the best way to manage that because I have a lot of insight in that and I can help them. Now, I'm 100% positive that that contributes to how successful he is and how many people seek him out as a brokerage firm for their insurance, be it for their home or their auto, etc. Because this person cares. He wants to get it right more than he needs his ego to be validated to be right. What if there was no status in your world? Every single person had the same relevance no matter where they came from, no matter what the title, no matter what they were doing. This is an organization that has strong values and where people are collaborative and live and work in alignment. Where no job is higher than another job, certainly certain roles are going to get compensated at a greater rate, but they don't walk around with an air of being greater or better than anybody else. You will be the one that models the way that demonstrates that you're interested in everybody in the organization, that you're curious about even the smallest things, that you speak to people no matter who they are or what their title or placement is with the same interest and respect. No status in the world. If you are truly getting it right and intentionally setting your sights every day on getting it right and noticing that yes, you have an ego and yes, it rises up and sometimes it wants to be seen and heard and that's when you might trip back into a behavior that doesn't serve you. But you know that you're focused on getting all the parties to the table to create a shared vision and practical steps to get the organization where it needs to be. This is called alignment. This way, everyone owns the outcome. Okay, so how do we get to a place where we can do all of these characteristics of getting it right? It's imperative that we are able to find a still space in our day, in our conversation, when we're feeling uptight, threatened, and afraid, where we can take a deep breath and get back to ourselves, find ourselves where we aren't externally focusing on how we might be viewed by someone else, how we're not being treated fairly. It's where we search inside ourselves and say, 
Something's out of alignment here. What is going on with me? I notice that I might feel jealous or I might feel resentful or I might feel hurt. Let me just take a deep breath and be with that feeling before I do something that's going to undercut my whatever it is that I want, my executive presence, my ability to lead this team, this project. Let me just be comfortable with this discomfort and try and figure out where it's coming from so that I can allow it to flow through me because I know if I turn away from it, it's going to chase me down. So yeah, I'm noticing that I really don't like that this person got that promotion or got that whatever. But really, that's just me being jealous. And when I get jealous, I know that I'm comparing myself to someone else. I know that's not who I am at my core. I know that I'm happy for this person, that they are in a role that they love, that they earned, because obviously they wouldn't be in it if other people didn't think they deserved it. And I'm going to learn from them. Instead of being jealous, this is an opportunity for me to learn from them. Because when I untangle the difference between assumptions and the truth, the only difference between them and me is that they positioned themselves in a way to get promoted. And I want to learn from them because it was effective. So I'm going to pay attention to what they've been doing. And when you're able to look at a situation without worrying that you're being compromised or that you didn't get what was fair. I mean, life isn't fair. That's like expecting the lion not to eat you because you didn't eat him. If life were fair, children wouldn't die of cancer. Life is life. It is what it is. And if we're constantly waiting for it to be fair or for us to get our due, that doesn't happen. We have to take the situations at face value by going into our own hearts and souls and saying, you know what? Some of that for me, please. Not denying that we're being resentful because we don't really want to be jealous or resentful. So I won't admit that. Oh, no, I think you admit it and say, yep. At first, I'm a little bit jealous, but you know what? Some of that for me, please. I'm happy for that person. This evolution of your self-awareness and your self-respect and your self-acceptance is how we grow and people start to notice that we're showing up differently and they're engaging us more and they want us at the table. They want us to be there. They want us to be their friend because we have an ease about us that doesn't have an edge, that's very observing and not critical. So my goal for you this week is to think about where you fall in the list of traits that I just shared, characteristics of being right versus characteristics of getting it right, and focusing on how you want to show up so that you can be someone who's getting it right, while accepting that sometimes you don't have it all figured out and sitting with those difficult emotions so that you can work through them. They're just your imagination. And then when you see that, you can release them and be much more true to the absolute core of who you are. Wishing you peace and a very special still space moment with some wisdom today. Hey there, 
I want you to know if you're struggling in your career or in a certain work situation or personal situation, you don't have to go on that way. I'm here to help you. Go on over to my website, maryleegannon.com, and you will see all kinds of free tools and information there, a career plan, a checklist, a mini course, all types of things that will show you how to get back to you at your best. And there's information there on working with me because I'm quite certain that you don't need one more thing to be more effective or happier. You don't need another course or another book or another degree or another mentor, advocate, or sponsor. We need to get out of the way all of the smoke and mirrors that are shadowing you from who you are when you don't carry around all of that doubt that is hovering over you coming through and shining with the presence, with the value, with the persona that is noticed and respected, revered, and paid within your organization. So head on over to my website, pick up any of the free information that is there. If you want to talk to me, click on a consultation with me, and I'm happy to get on the phone with you and see if there's something that I can do to help you. Either way, I'm here for you because success is freedom, not more hours. I'm glad you were with me today, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me.